We've been gone again for a little bit of a hiatus here because I like to go to the doctor. Yeah. And Nick likes to send me text messages when I'm at the doctor. <laughs> so, but we are back today. Yeah. We're going to have a fun episode, but first, Nick's finishing the rest of my beer that is here at the shop. And what do you got, Nick? Uh, I have a Shorts Brew Double Soft Parade, which, David, it tastes horrible. You don't want any of it. It's fantastic. Thanks for helping. Uh, yeah, this I say all I do is help out David here, right? And then the other one I'm going to be having is a white chocolate blonde from Grand Armory Brewing out of Grand Haven. Um, really good brewery. Um, I'm excited to try this and let David know how it tastes. So excellent, excellent Michigan breweries. Yeah. Um, and and we're going to be kind of Michigan centric today. We are. Um, I am drinking Diet Snapple, peach tea, um, because it's also brewed. So we can technically be Bucks and Brews. We are, so tea is definitely brewed. So um, for those that are watching, wondering what's happening, David kind of went out with a, a pretty big illness. Uh, was told by doctors not to drink for a while. Um, so he's respecting doctor's wishes, being a smart guy. And I'm drinking for the <coughs> two of us. So it's like when my wife was pregnant. <laughs> I'm drinking for the three of us. So, um, you know, uh, we'll, we'll still give you guys some feedback on some beers because we, we both still enjoy them. We, we like talking about that. Um, and we hope that you guys get some uh, fun, uh, fun new things to try from things that we're trying. So. so not to plug things that are upcoming, but I'm going to plug things that are upcoming. Yes. Um, we're going to have a young lady join us in hopefully a couple weeks to discuss how she was set up financially by her parents and, and taught great financial habits. Um, I'm going to see if we can get some of our former players to join us and maybe see if Caitlin, Ashley, and uh, Ariana are available. Okay. Since they can all weigh in on that. I mean, Ariana, she sponsored us, so she, she definitely gets uh, possibilities to be on our, Absolutely. On our podcast. So. Um, then uh, Palmer's still going to talk about what it takes to open a restaurant. Yep. Um, and I had something else, but my mind is not what it used to be. So yeah, it just kind of flew out. Of I know, me. I know we're hoping to do an episode with a uh, vice president of a pretty large, um, regional business that was around. Um, he, he made his way all the way up to, uh, you know, vice president of a furniture company. Um, and so I'm, I know we're hoping to have that type of uh, thing on. Um, we had another guy that reached out to us on, uh, on our email. Yeah. And Nick and I are going to discuss the merits of having him on. I think we might have him on just to see what, what he has to say. Yeah. I mean, hey, other people have knowledge that we don't have and or can put it in different words. Because, you know, one thing that you and I have definitely learned is uh, some people correlate with others, you know, and, and get things different based on how they present it. So Very true. Um, you know, it's my mom always said, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Right. And, uh, you know, we're I, both pretty aggressive with what we say <laughs> sometimes. Right. Uh, today's episode is, is a very fun episode. Uh, David decided to do it out of the funniness. Uh, David's wife and myself uh, got into a Facebook discussion uh, that lot into more people um, about, <laughs> you know, about, about money and uh, where, where it should go and things like that. So, um, I'm very, I'm very excited to talk about this cause you know, I'm passionate to tell people to, uh, you know, shove it and 
David's passionate to tell people to shove it. <laughs> so, well, we've talked before about should minimum wage be 15 bucks an hour. <laughs> yeah. And we had a nice fight during that conversation. I mean, we both see each other's side, but yep. don't necessarily agree. Yeah. Um, so today we're going to talk about a living wage, what it is, yeah. why it's important, and why it does not really follow minimum wage. Correct. And, uh, you know, why I have to keep telling people you know, my point of view on living wage. Mm -hmm. So, um, say let's, uh, so we'll, we'll start, we'll start it out. Right. Um, the, the topic and how it kind of came up was, uh, Jeff Bezos flew a penis, flew a rocket, which penis. doesn't matter what it was shaped like. The fact is it was millions of dollars designed into, did you see the landing softest landing we've ever seen into kind of space? It was space. It literally went into space. The top of the atmosphere. It, you're welcome. I'm just saying. Doesn't matter. When's the last time we've sent a rocket up there, a manned rocket up into space? Okay. So. Uh, it, the um, last one blew up. Oh, maybe. I mean, but, you know, so the, the federal government said, hey, we're done funding it. Good for them. Right? I give them only thing the damn government's ever, like, not spent stupid money on. Um, so, right, a bunch of rich, rich people decided, hey, this is important. And we're gonna throw our money at it, and so um, throw money they did. They they threw money like crazy, and I'm okay with it. Um, you know, so George Hallis would be spinning in his grave. <laughs> sick. You know, the really cool thing is, is my birthday is July 20th. Um, I was born in '88. We landed on the moon July 20th of 1969, and we went into space July 20th of 2021. So uh, it was a really cool day for me, especially uh, to be able to watch that. Um, you know, people people are, are disappointed. So uh, the basics behind it is, from my understanding, an 18-year-old kid bid on the third seat of this rocket flight, right? He It, it went up for auction mm -hmm. and it happened to be won by like an, a young teenager, or, you know, an older teenage kid. Yep. Um, and he spent $28 million on, on the bid. Uh, last I seen, he backed out, um, because he had prior obligations or some shit. Like, not 28 million. <laughs> I think he still had to pay it, right? I don't, I don't know. Um, my prior obligation is I don't have $28 million worth to check. Yeah. You know, go ahead and, go ahead and do this, but don't cash that for right. a while. Okay. Um, but you know, 20, you know, 18 year old has 28 million bucks. I mean, it must be like a YouTube famous star or something or something. Got mommy and daddy. It doesn't matter. It's not my, again, I, I come from the point of view of it's not my money. Yep. I technically don't care what you do with it. You're not harming anybody. So at that point, I don't care. Right. Yeah, like, pretty much. Um, if it's harmful, sure. I'll, I'll give you my opinion, but, um, you're not harming anybody in what you choose to do with your money. Um, so, and then on the other side of it, right, people, I get their, I, I understand their side, right? They think that the $28 million could have gone towards, um, you know, feeding the homeless, doing anything else in this world. Um, and so it could have been better spent. But I personally don't think I get to tell people what better spent means or is. Um, What's your weekly beer budget? 
28 million bucks. <laughs> honestly. 20 bucks. Uh, now, compared to what it used to be, honestly. Uh, oh, let's say let's say weekly. Yeah, if I'm going out, I, I, I'd say fifty bucks. 50 okay, bucks, fifty let's bucks. Say fifty week, bucks, right? Could you find somebody that would could tell you that that money is better spent elsewhere? One hundred percent. Did you find a lot of people? Shit tons. Okay, there you go. Yeah, you know, it's 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 like the people that do they get to tell you how to spend your money? No, God, no. Okay, and then they can. Some people do. Yeah, and I just look ignore them because it's not their money. You know, it's like the people that say, if you quit smoking, you know, one, one pack a day for however many years, you could have a Lamborghini. And then the person looks at him and goes, where the fuck's your Lamborghini? <laughs> you, know, so, um, you know, so, uh, you know, 28 million bucks. Okay, so we, I, I was kind of doing the calculation. And uh, Jeff Bezos is a trillionaire for the second time. Really okay. like his ex-wife. Let's <laughs> say, she's she single? Uh <laughs> She is not. <laughs> Half a trillion dollars, I'm in. Um, but so right as so you do you do the math and it's like 28 million. It's it's less. It it would equate to what you and I would see as 1,000 mm-hmm. dollars, right? 28 million to him is 1,000 dollars. 1,000 dollars to go to space, to do anything. I I don't know to live like this huge dream for a thousand bucks. I'm going to go do that, there. right? Like, and then people are pissed because, oh, they, you can't ever spend that money. It's not, again, it's not my money to spend. I don't care if he spends it or saves it. Like, hoard it. Do what you want. You watch all these movies about Scrooge McDuck or uh, what's the, the a Christmas story or a Christmas Carol? Um, Scrooge. No. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Ebenezer Scrooge. Ebenezer Scrooge. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. But like, you know, he's, uh, you know, he changes his mind later in life. I should have done this. It starts giving it away, and but the fact is, is you know, money to me in America by poor people is portrayed as a negative, mm-hmm. by rich people is portrayed as a tool or just something, right? Like it's it's nothing to them. If you have if you have a trillion dollars, it's really it's nothing. There's nothing in life that you can do or can't do because of money. But don't you think that's kind of a conclusion to the system that we've now built over the last 30 40 years mm-hmm. i mean poor people used to have that opportunity to not be poor anymore mm-hmm. and that opportunity has really been tightened it's much harder for a poor person to gain generational wealth now than it was 30 years ago i would agree um generational wealth wise like is it harder yes right i mean especially with with you know again being a real estate guy um housing like i'm the first to admit you know even 10 years ago okay so and it's still possible i still like i watched a friend go from zero four years ago to have surpassing me by by i'm I'm talking stupid stupid amount of property stupid amount of income like i he he doesn't listen or whatever but i mean we're talking he's making a hundred thousand dollars a month right people are like no no and i'm like like this dude, this dude is making one point two million dollars a year off of real estate. Like, yes, it's possible. He gr- he understood the system. He grinded. He he he's doing it right. And like, again, we're talking. It it happens. Yes. It's just much more difficult. Yes. Right. Like because let's say I was going to get into that right now. Yep. You know how many things are on my plate, and, this, and let's even take out my illness. Yeah. From this equation, you think I'm making that kind of money? 
Not right away. You think I'm making half of that money? If if you if you devote time and if you devote the same amount of time that he did, yes. Yeah, but do I have that time to no. give, and am I going to do that? Do you have it? Yes. Are you willing to? No. Right. And Correct. That, like you and I have different priorities, right? right? And that's the thing. Like people, oh, you know, and and that's the thing. Like people don't understand. Oh, well, I have a kid, and I have this, and I, again, that's your priority. Mm-hmm. Like if your priority is money, sure. Poor people in my oh that's so sad that that's what you prioritize like why like that's what gets them out of bed every single like who who am I to care what gets you motivated if it's money if it's your family it's whatever like I'm not in his spot because I didn't devote that I'm not jealous I'm very happy for him like he devote Bezos right like he started a business selling books online as nothing nothing sure probably beg borrow and stole like friends to help him out wrap books up and sell them and it took off and then you know he, the top people you know got higher and stuff like that but um well and you look at the things that bring us joy so you know i coach we've talked about this many times yep. um you've seen me i don't leave a field until everybody else is left I, i'm there probably 30 45 minutes after everybody's left yeah. first in last out and so we show up to the game the other day three or four girls have beaten me which you know they do that up there because i'm an assistant so i don't worry about being there an hour hour and a half early. yeah but uh, we hit the top of the third inning, and I look at Dawn because she drove, and I'm like, "Yeah, we're gonna have to go soon. I, I can't, I can't be here much longer. I'm just, I'm out. You're whooped. Yep. I, I'm just so tired. I don't have the energy, and I knew, you know, we got a 40 minute drive back home that I don't want to fall asleep on, and then, you know, I still have some things to do at home, like yep. take 800 pills. So we left, and, and that doesn't happen with me. I don't leave games, okay? So, again, we look at priorities. So she has told every doctor I've seen this week, which I've seen three now, yeah, he has to leave the softball game. That's never happened. And they're like, yeah, he's definitely not feeling well. Yeah. Because, again, that gets me out of bed in the morning. Yep. You know, we look at those things that give you passion, give you, you know, juice to go do things. I have not worked at break room therapy in two-plus months. Yeah. Well, you did a couple minutes ago. Well, yeah, for like 10 seconds. <laughs> like, yeah, same. But I haven't worked more than 30 minutes combined in the last two and a half months. Right. Because I don't have that kind of energy right now. I mean, I'm taking two naps a day. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, I, you know, and, and so that, I guess that's like my my side of things for, for, for way people spend money is it's, it's not mine to spend. It's really... You know, whatever. Um, again, it's not a harmful thing that, that mm-hmm. they're they're fronting money for. Um, you know, it's it's like me being against Susan G. Komen because I don't have breast cancer, right. so you shouldn't support that. But supporting, you know, the national or the the Nathan's hot dog eating competition because I mean Joey Chestnut's just a badass, right? Like, I'm, like throwing my, right, I'm throwing money towards that. Like, you know, I, I don't get, like they're both causes and. Again, one I care about, the other one it's whatever. Like, granted, I care about that. I'm just trying to give analogies of things, but you know, so like, like with you, right? Like, you would give money to the Humane Society Absolutely. over giving money to, let's say, child's diabetes, yep. right? And I would choose child's diabetes over the Humane Society all day because, to me, they're pets. The other one's human, and you're like, yeah, but the, you know, and so that's it's really like our passions are completely different when it comes to that in in so many ways i mean we agree on so many things but disagree on so many other things (laughs) so so many you know i you you look at just teams we support yep i'm a cubs fan 
Yeah. You're a Tigers fan. I'm a Tigers fan. I don't hate the Tigers. Yeah. You don't hate the Cubs. No. We just don't care. Yeah, I'm gonna say. You know, I'm a Bears fan, you're a Lions fan. We hate the other teams. Yeah, it's true. I, I and, and honestly, I hate every other team. It doesn't. It's not just the Lions. I hate every every team. I hate out the there. Packers. I hate the Cardinals. Yep. I hate the Rams. I hate them all. The Cowboys. They yep. go. You know, it's like <clears throat> all of them. They say that's. Uh, Even when it comes to money, we don't always agree. We don't agree on the minimum wage. We don't. I think it should be higher than what it is. You think it's perfectly fine where it is? They should make their own fortune. That's true. Um, you know, when it comes to living wage, um, I think it's America's fault. Amer- Absolutely. I, I think it's Americans in general. 100%. Um, right? We we talk about inflation, but we're, we're the ones causing it in my eyes, in my opinion. Right? Um, you know, we talked about it in one of the episodes where it's, you know, you look at a truck 20, you know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, mm-hmm. and you could buy a brand new truck for, you know, 14, 16,000 bucks. Now, good luck finding a truck for less than 60. Exactly. Right? I mean... Um, it doesn't exist. But because people are willing to pay it, mm-hmm. they're willing to keep raising the price for mm-hmm. it. So, um, and that's what happens. If you're willing to pay it, they're going to raise the price. 100%. Everybody says, this is the one that pisses me off the most. Okay, yeah. Everybody says, well, if you raise, raise the minimum wage, prices are going to go up. Okay, Prices go up no matter what. Yep. You know, Inflation works into that. Uh, supply and demand works into that. And I'm sorry, you know, I, I think you could sell a hot dog for a buck fifty and make a nice profit. A huge profit. But you could sell it for a buck four fifty and also make a really nice profit. A way bigger profit. And they're gonna pay four fifty for it. Have you ever gone to a baseball game and eaten a hot dog? Absolutely. I've gone to a baseball game and eaten a hot dog. How many hot dogs did you buy at ten cent a hot dog night? I've never I've gone one time and I don't think I bought a single hot dog. I bought ten hot dogs hot at that night and I was giving hot dogs away to people. Because I I paid a dollar for ten. Right. Say I, I just don't I don't wait in line that long. Um, at ten, they, we have a ten cent hot dog night at our small local baseball club or whatever. A ball. Um, it's just it's. I mean the lines are just huge and, and I think they limit you. I'm not sure. I think they limit you to ten. Right, but like, yeah, and and I'm a big dude in the first place, so right, I mean, it's normal for me to just get ten hot dogs. So, yeah. but uh, you know, it's a. I mean, you got women. They're bringing purses and filling those to bring them home, and you, you just—it's—it's it's a crazy night. So, um, but you know, you look at look at uh, you know we talk about quality and stuff like that, right? So, um, when it comes to hot dogs, mm-hmm. I mean, I'll eat a bar ass hot dog. You will. We have. One hundred percent. Like it is. I mean, granted, they used to be 79 cents. I think now they're 99 cents for a pack of hot dogs. Yeah. Where we could eat ballpark franks and pay 2.99. Yeah, I say on special they're two for three. Or Nathan's know. and pay 4.50 like four. I I did when I ate hot dogs. Yep. I say and uh, hot dogs. Are you not eating hot dogs? I'm not. Dude, I'm barely eating. Hmm. I've eaten more salads this week than I've eaten well than I've eaten any kind of food in the last month. Yeah. I say that's uh, but I'm I'm looking spelled. If I if I put this up, I'm down to 290. There you go. Um, I've lost 35 pounds <laughs> in six weeks. This is not the diet you people want to go on. Yeah, I know. I say, but so um, let's talk a little bit living wage. Yep. Um, so we all have a friend with no kids, right? We all have friends with no kids. So I, I just want to talk about our county. We live in Kent County. We do okay. 
So I got a great wage calculator out there. will tell us, you know, what people should be making. So of course, minimum wage in Michigan is $6.95. It is. Is it? I it is. Sorry, nine dollars and sixty. I was like, I was like, I think it's more than that. My brain does not work well. Yeah. I told you, nine dollars sixty-five cents. Poverty wage is six dollars and thirteen cents. Okay, which poverty wage means you're probably living in Michigan. Yeah, I mean you're in poverty. Living wage, no kids, one person, fourteen dollars and eleven cents. Okay. Now, if you look at jobs right now, there are tons of jobs hiring for anywhere from twelve to fifty. Yes. I mean, you could throw a rock and hit a job that's hiring for that. And they need people now. They're not, if you walk in, you'll get an interview today and probably a job offer in an hour. Yep. And sign on bonus to go with it. Absolutely. Yep. So that is perfectly attainable. If you had a child to that mix, it jumps from 1411 to 3102 for a living wage. Of course, minimum wage stays the same. Your poverty level is at $8.29. So it goes up two bucks. Now, I can't throw a rock and hit a job that's hiring at $31 an hour. No. That doesn't really exist. Okay, now, I have some friends. They're, what do you call them? Dinks? Doinks. I think it's dinks. Dinks, yes. Dual income, no kids. Correct. Yes, dinks. They're dinks. So if you have two working adults, no kids, living wage, $11.39. Now, this gives you all of your necessities, and it gives you some disposable income. And Nick and I love disposable income because we always find things to dispose it on. That's true. Beer being It's <laughs> very true. But again, I mean, if you're adding kids into this equation, you're, you need $22.34 to live in Kent County and have some disposable income after your bills. Mm -hmm. I can't find a lot of jobs that are paying that. There's some out there, but it's harder to get. Right? Much harder to and, get. And you have to have experience and you have to, you know, I mean. Well, I, I think the thing that irritates me the most about this is even if you're finding those $14 an hour jobs, the majority of them are asking for you to have a bachelor's degree. I mean, let's say everybody's going to ask it, right? Now it's what they're going to get in return is. You're not going to find a lot of people that are going for that job that have a bachelor's degree because they're $80,000 in debt, most of them. Yep. And at $14 an hour, they're never paying that off. I, Caitlin and I had this conversation because, of course, you know, she's working very minimal right now, but she just had surgery. Sure. And, you know, her money's dwindling. She saved all this money and now it's going down. Yep. And I'm like, what are you going to do? She's like, I guess I got to look for another job because I need benefits. She's she's learning that, hey, I have no paid time off. This shit's all free. Yep. You know, I don't get I don't work. I don't get paid. And you and I both know that that sucks. Yes. So if you're not getting anything for not working, you know, you are the same. Mm -hmm. You don't get paid if you're not working. Correct. I get paid if I'm not working. I had all this time off in the hospital and I got paid my regular salary because I have, you know, like 10 weeks of PTO. Sure. So I don't have to worry about, okay, where's my paycheck coming from this week? Now I remember days I didn't have that option. I was like you and Caitlin and I'm going, I didn't work today. I'm screwed. Yep. You know, it cost me $60 not to go. Well, you know, and so and that was trust me. I remember, I remember being in that spot, like where it was. All right, I have, you know, I mean, I have vacation time set up, but should I use it? Well, I get twelve extra bucks if I work this overtime, and I'm guaranteed overtime, so I might as well use it, right? Um, you know, I, I don't know, and 
This is based off of a 40-hour work week, right? Correct. You know, there's, and you shouldn't have to work more, more to, to just live. Why? Right? I mean, you shouldn't have to, so then go find better, right? That's always my response. Well, I think that's the hard thing for people is finding the better. Yeah. You know, a lot of people don't have school. They, the, I think the worst thing we do to these kids is we don't give them a good basis in middle school and high school. So they don't have any of this financial knowledge. Right. And then the minute they graduate at 17 or 18, I graduated at 17. Mm -hmm. Were you 17 or 18? Um, I thought it was 17 or 18. Yeah, one of the two. So I graduated at 17. Caitlin was 19. You were probably 17 or 18. Yeah. I didn't know what the hell I wanted to do. I know. They're like, go to college and figure out what you want to do. I didn't know at 20. I figured it out in 2016 when I went back to school and I said, I'm going to go into finance. That sounds good. Yep. Because I like finance. I, I mean, you know, we started a podcast based around finance. So, yeah. So, I mean, again, you're not going to podcast on something you have no interest in. This stuff gets me up. Mm -hmm. I, we talked on the last episode that I still need to upload that, you know, um, I, I'm not really excited about anything. And I wasn't excited about doing the last episode when we talked to Vanessa. Right. I was excited about today's. I thought we were going to have fun. I thought, you know, we'd fight a little bit, which is always fun. Yeah. It's a... So I, this was one of the first things I've been excited for in quite a while. I see. And I, you know, I, I look at it, I look at it and say, hey, this is, these are statistics, right? Based off of an average, right? And, you know, people, people... You know, I there's I think there's always two sides, right? And like, you can either bitch about it or you can do something about it, right? right. And, and and I'm always the do something about it because you know what? Nobody's gonna hand me anything. And then when people do hand you things, right? AKA the government is handing out fucking extra money for people not to go to work. And people look, look how many people are bitching about it, right? It's like, man, you can't win no matter what you do, right? Like no matter, you know. And I see both sides of everything. I really do. Um, but again, if I want better, I'm going to go strive and get it. We, well, you know me, I, I love to talk about things that piss people off. Yeah. So let, let's discuss that for a minute. So you get 300 extra dollars for staying home. I do. So that's roughly 640 bucks a week. It is. So again, roughly 2,500 a month, 2,600 a month. Yeah. In that range. Um, I don't know about you, but that doesn't do a lot for me, $2,600 a month. I want to make more than that. Uh, and when I look at it, it makes me question who would be happy with $2,400 a month. Caitlin would be happy with it. I mean, especially now because she's not really working. Yep. But even in her, in her best month, she's making 15 as an assistant manager. Yeah. She's around 12, 13 bucks an hour. You know, she doesn't have a lot of bills. She has her house. Cars paid off. Just school. Yep. But there's not a lot of bills there. So, I mean, she that's why she's been able to survive as long as she has. Yep. Um, but you got to look at a lot of these jobs. Who's rushing to go back to them? Are, why are you staying home? Could it be because your job sucks and they treat you like crap? Yep. I, there's a lot to that. Talk to Mikey. We've talked about Mikey a few times. He's very bad with money. Um, works 60, 70 hours a week at his job. Doesn't get days off. Yep. And they basically work, they're going to work until he's dead. Yeah. 
and they're not going to care about it because they're going to replace him in 10 minutes after he dies. Oh, yeah. And all he tells me is, well, I have to because we don't have any help. And if I don't do it, then it's going to be left for me tomorrow. And I'm like, the reason you don't have any help is your company's hiring at $14 an hour. He goes, yeah, but that's good. That was good 15 years ago. I mean, it's still good, but it's not. I mean, when 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 you try to sell me, so right here, here's what I tell people all the time. Okay, so you just described this to me, right? Mm -hmm. Listen to these words, yep. everybody. Okay, David, I'm gonna give you 14 bucks an hour. Mm -hmm. How does that sound? Depends on the job. Right. Oh man, so I'm gonna work you 60 hours a week, and you're gonna work your ass off, and you're on call on a constant basis, and you better be there, and you better stock these shelves. No. Hey David, I'm gonna give you 14 bucks an hour. How's that sound? That sounds pretty good. Awesome. Hey, what I want you to do is I want you to sit at home, play video games, and tell me how that video game interacted with you. Yeah, I could do that. Okay, cool. Right? Like, again, you have to find what you're – like, there's jobs that people have to do. And, you know, if you want people to stand in the fuck – I don't have the job because I am not going to stand here and go, you know, for – those watching, I'm moving my hands, ridiculous, standing in a freaking line. Um, but it, you know, and they gave me $5 an hour less than a job I enjoyed, right? I enjoyed being on a high low. I was good at my job. This I'm not good at, and I don't enjoy it. Well, let me, let me pose the same situation to you. Yeah. So I'm going to hire you at that $14 an hour. Okay. You have any questions about that? Yes. What? What is, uh, what is, what are my benefits? How many days off do I get? What does my job entail? So you're going to work 40 hours a week. Okay. Um, you're going to get, let's say, six hours of paid time off every paycheck. So okay. every two weeks. Yep. Um, you're going to have basic medical. It's expensive. Sure. But you'll have basic medical if, if you decide to purchase that. Mm -hmm. um, we'll have dental and vision. Uh, Profit share. Okay. Thoughts? It's not a bad. I mean, it's a great, it's start. it's, it's a great starting job, and it's a great... Somewhere to get my foot in the door. So okay, now, now you've got now, 10 years of experience. So now, yeah, now, now how, what's my top out? Where, where am I looking at? I mean, it, for, it, for this job, you're probably looking at 17 or $18 an hour. Yeah. You know, now, if you progress with the company and, and we give you, you know, a title change. Sure. $24 an hour. If, you know, you progress further than that in your management, $28 an hour. Okay. What does it take to get to that spot? Uh, well, you're going to have to put in your time. You're going to have to learn how to, you know, be excellent at everything we do here. Sure. Because I, I, if I'm hiring you in a management position, I need you to be able to step in and do all of those jobs. Sure. You may not be the best person at all those jobs, but you're above competent. Yep. So that I know we're not losing production at whatever that is. Because let's face it, every job, no matter what it is, is production. Sure. I'm not a production person. I do production daily. Sure. Okay. Same with downstairs. Dawn's, you know, working at break room therapy right now. She's not a production person. She does it every day because you have to. You're producing at your job. Yes. So I can sell that job to you. It's going to be physically demanding. So you already know that coming in. Yep. But you are going to earn things for that. You are going to have the opportunity to get bumps in pay for that. Okay. Mike's gotten, Mike's been there probably five years. I think he's gotten two bumps in pay. He went from about 12 to about 17. Okay. 17's not bad. No. But he's working every day. Every day. In a very physical job. And he's 45 years old. Well, you know, and here, here's my thing with, mm -hmm. with that. Okay. So, you know, his excuse is if I don't do it, somebody else will. 
No, no, it's not true, right? A, they're already paying you what they know you're worth, but you're going above and beyond and they're not giving you that back. And that's their, that's their mistake, but you're letting it happen, right? Correct. So guess what? If you can't do the job, they're going to have to hire somebody else to do it. If you can prove that, hey, this isn't it, but because of who he is as a person, any other any other person or company that's looking for a Mikey is going to be excited to have him because Correct. he shows up every day. He busts his butt every day to make sure the job is completed, not just done, but completed, right? Like completed and completed correctly. Like, and so he's letting it happen, right? And if he goes to the boss and says, hey, they're going to be like, oh, well, you're taking care of it. So why do we need somebody else? You've proven that you can do it, right? You, and you're willing to do it. So now if you hate it. So I don't know if I've said it on another podcast, right? But like some of my biggest mottos, right? If you don't like what you have in life, do something about it, right? It's very true. If you don't like it, start applying to other places. Like start doing things. Like I know there's another company out there that – that does kind of what he does, but their their own product, and they pay much more starting. And I don't see him applying for it, right? I don't see him Correct. doing it, right? Like because again, he's very narrow minded. Yes, and and he's happy with what he's he does. content, and that's contentment kills. Everybody says it, and but you know it's true. Like uh, there's another company that I, I think they start out at least eighteen, maybe twenty something, but he's already, just starting out, right? Yep. Um, and it's funny because, you know, even when I was a kid, that company was a good company because, like, you know, they're, the, the guy that worked there, dad was a football coach and stuff like Like, just always seemed to have the time to do things. Yeah. So, you know, that that's a better company. Well, you know, I look at it, and, and there were years that I worked overtime. Yep. So, I worked, you know, 70, 80, 90 hours in some weeks because we were so busy and it had to get done. Yep. And people would tell me over and over again, hey, you don't need to work like that. You know, we'll give you help. And, and no help they ever gave me was really sufficient enough for me not to work a bunch of overtime. Yeah. And then finally, you know, it, it became an issue for them because they were paying me so much in overtime that they needed to get rid of that. Yep. So they came to me and they said, well, now you're going to be salary. And I went, all right, don't expect me to work extra because it ain't happening. Right. You're not going to compensate me for it. I'm not doing it. Now, does that mean I won't work 45 to 50 hours? No, it doesn't mean that. So you're going to compensate me. If I need off an hour early for softball, yep. I'm going to go, and I'm still going to get paid for my hour because I put in extra hours over here. Yep. Yeah, and, and you're just not working 90 anymore. Correct. Right? I mean, that's just it. I work 40 to 45, which, you know, is typical when you're salary. Yep. And they're still getting great work out of me. I, I have not lessened my production at all. Right. I'm still giving them everything they've always gotten. I'm just doing it in a lot less hours. And are things getting behind at times? Yeah, absolutely they are because I'm not working 80 hours. Yep. So I have to prioritize better. Yeah, and then and to me that's a good company. It's a good company because they did what's good for their company. It sucks for you, but it's also a good company because they didn't. I mean, they didn't fire you because no. you're not doing the 90 hours anymore. They realized that it really is too much for this person. So. Well, that, that's what they kept telling me. They're like, you shouldn't have to do this. And I'm like, you're not giving me any choice. Yes. I'm the only one that can get this done. And until you give me better options, this is what has to be done. Yep. And a year after, you know, they cut overtime, they hired me somebody competent that I could teach to come and do my job. Sure. We lost nothing the eight weeks I was out. Nothing. Production went on as it always does because the person I have, Christy, yep. she's great. She knows how to do her job. Yep. 
and she runs after a naked baby half the time while she's, you know, trying to work. Right. Right. Um, oh, man. Sorry. Is that, that white, good? Uh, that white chocolate comes on really near the back end. Like, at first, like, it's just kind of like a, uh, a light flavor, and you're like, kind of, what is that? And then all of a sudden, the, 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 the white chocolate really comes out of it. Um, thank you. Um, the white chocolate comes out of it and, and it just it wow full flavor at the at that back end of that so um so we don't always do our beer reviews right away until we open them and start tasting them so uh sometimes guys, you get that right in the middle yeah that was uh that was pretty pretty decent beer right there so i'm, I'm gonna read something to you that yeah. you know kind of goes into this living wage thing and especially what we would consider you know lesser jobs yep i mean you and I don't necessarily consider them lesser jobs, but a lot of people do. Sure. So workers are leaving jobs in restaurant, bars, and hotels at the highest rate in decades. The industry has 1.2 million unfilled jobs, and half of those who quit say they'll never go back complaining of high stress, no benefits, and aggressive customers. Now, I think you and I can relate to this because we see it all the time on social media. You know, the mittens posting, and then you get all these people pissing and moaning about they don't like this policy or they don't like that policy. and it's like, listen, this is the policy. Just just do it. Yeah. Leave the servers alone. It's not their policy. They work for somebody. Yep. And you can be pissed about it all you want, but it's not going to change anything. Right. The only person that can change it is you, the consumer. Mm -hmm. And you know what? If everyone, you know, let's say, um, we, we, we talk about this, right? So Bezos multi-trillionaire mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. do you have amazon yeah so you're supporting right like, yeah you're supporting a person that people don't like but again it gives us benefits so we do it uh like i have way cut down my amazon consumption sure my walmart consumption is zero because i don't like these companies sure you know i'll use them if i have to but i'll find any other way to spend money yep well, and, and and that's what you have to do if, if you don't want to support the, the big corporations that you know technically are screwing people over. Oh yeah, you know, and so like right if you even the small ones like we talked about the mitten brewing right and their policies if you don't like it you don't have to go support them, but they have the greatest beer. Well then, where's your priority lie? Good beer or shitty policies, right? right. I mean, and you, you're gonna you're gonna man up and do it, right? Like I was it's funny I was taking a leak <laughs> earlier, um, and this guy it kind of just came to me. Uh, I remember when COVID kind of started, there was a guy who uh, there was a guy who who posted made a TikTok or something, and he's like, "Oh, I'm never going back to Menards. They just lost a million dollars a year from all the amount of materials I buy from them. I'm you know because they're wanting to make me wear a mask, and I'm sitting here laughing, going, "Cool, like, a, you'll probably be back just as much as you use Amazon still yeah. because we know they have the cheaper fucking prices." And B, you took a million dollars of actual sales from a multi-billion dollar company. I was like, good job. It's literally right. like taking 50 bucks from us. Yeah, right? Like, it's, it sucks. but Yeah, it sucks, but they're not really going to miss it. Yeah, I say. And guess what? The other person that's still going there. They'll make up for it. Now, now has their fucking supplies yeah. on hand. So, yeah, they're, they're going to they're gonna buy it. Well, I mean, that, that's what you see when you, you see all these restaurants. I mean, you know, is Mitten going to suffer? Mitten's going to suffer because they're a small restaurant. Yep. Is McDonald's going to suffer? 
Well, a franchisee might. Is a franchise itself? Yeah, they're not suffering. They're making a shit ton of money. Not a chance. They don't care. Yep. And if they got to raise the price on a Big Mac 50 cents, they're going to do that, and you're still going to buy your Big Mac. You're still going to buy it, right? I guarantee it. Like, um, you, know many, you know how many McDoubles I bought? Or, sorry, how many double cheeseburgers I bought when they were a buck? A lot. You know how many double, or McDoubles when they took the one slice of cheese away that I bought? You replaced every double cheeseburger with that. That's a fact. You know how many McDoubles for $1.29 I've bought since they raised the price 29 cents? For my one less piece of at cheese, at least three quarters. Uh, the fucking same, right? Like I, nothing has changed in my life for twenty nine cents. I mean, see, and I'm the person that'll go. I'm not paying twenty nine cents for that. Well, don't get me wrong. I I probably have. So when you said three quarters, you're probably right because like I looked at the McChicken that's still a buck, and I'm yeah. like, fuck it, just give me a McChicken, bro. Exactly. Like, it's a dollar still. Um, you know, and like, so here's the thing. Like again, from from fact people, right? Um. There's that once in a while you're like, oh, I don't mind having chicken nuggets. So you go to McDonald's and you get a 20-piece chicken nugget, and that's like eight bucks. I'm not even lying. I think it's like eight bucks. Or I can take my happy butt to Burger King, get a 10-piece McNugget for I think a dollar twenty. I can get two of those, so I'm at mm-hmm. like two dollars and forty cents. And I was like, yeah, but I mean, I just get a 10-piece, right? We're a dollar twenty. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm good with this. This is, you know, it's not it's not the same chicken, but I'm all right with this. So, but, you know, so living wage, right? Um, I, if you want to be a single person living your own single life, yes. Is it difficult? Sure. Um, Well, I mean, you and I talk about budgeting all the time. All the time. So, of course, you know, I have this handy dandy calculator. Yep. But it also gives me, you know, typical expenses for this area. So you're... Let's let's go with you because you have a child. I do. Two income household. Yes. Kind of. Kind of. You want to go with one? Yeah. Well, we're two we're two income household. For okay. Sure. So with two children, go over a little bit here. For food, they say you're spending in a year ninety five hundred dollars. Okay, in the month of January. <laughs> and that's kind of what I think because when I do my food budget. Even with just Dawn and I, because yeah. we eat healthier, yeah, we're probably six to seven hundred a month. Sure. So if you want to go, let's just go. Let's go five hundred a month, just because I like round numbers. numbers. Yeah. So that's six hundred or six thousand, six hundred bucks a year. Yep. And could you do it cheaper? Six thousand bucks a year. Six thousand. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I could do it cheaper. I could go to Save a Lot or Aldi's or. Maybe it's, you know. Not have tomatoes on your salad. Right, 100 bucks less. You could maybe a month. Do Meyer Ranch versus uh, Thin Valley. Homemade or Thin Valley. Yeah, Ken's Jesus. Right? <laughs> yeah. Say. The one in the salad aisle that's in the refrigerator that you have to keep in yeah. the refrigerator. Is it right? Like, I mean, in the so, glass jars. We buy those. Oh, yeah, see, right? Like, and so, so you know, for me, and we talked about budgeting cheap foods, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, so every, lettuce. Every lettuce and a dollar, dollar dressing, right? What kind of lettuce do you buy? Uh, do I buy iceberg? It, it's the head, right? I buy a head of lettuce. I do. My wife buys a stalk or four stalks or three stalks or five of stalks. A loose leaf lettuce. Oh no, she'll buy romaine. Yeah, yeah. Like, romaine or yeah. or spinach. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You know what we buy? A stalk. You know, a buck eighty or two bucks. Yeah. No, a stalk. I, I spent a dollar twenty on a head. Right. Yes. No. I, I will eat iceberg. Right. 
Yeah. So we can look at these food bills and cut it down. Absolutely, we can. Do you have to have Heinz ketchup? I do. I do not. I only eat Heinz. I I do eat Heinz because they have the no preservatives. My wife yep. makes me get no preservatives, whatever. But when it comes so, uh, I prefer not to eat fancy ketchup, but I will eat it, right? Um, I have no problem going into the dollar store picking up a bottle of ketchup for a dollar. Now, I don't know. Are you a Mountain Dew fan? I used to be, I guess. Okay, you used to be a Mountain Dew pop. Would you drink Mountain Lightning? Oh, yeah. So the only thing I would not drink, so I'm a Coke fan. Yep. I will not drink cola. No RC for you. I actually like RC. RC's not bad. RC's like the only, but like Fago Cola? Yeah. No. But like Fago Red Pop all day, every day. Spartan stores? No. Cola? No. God, no. No. Just no. But I'll drink their Dr. Thunder. Yes. Which is Dr. Pepper. I will also drink Dr. Pepper, right? But, like, on, yes. So, so there are ways to save money. 100%. So, like, I didn't drink cola for so long. Like, sorry, Coke, because I, I would drink cola. Yep. And, like, Walmart, which I know you don't love, but they used to have the vending machine. It was funny because I just posted because I, yep. I was in Houston, Texas. Yep. Side story. Uh, growing up the poor way I did. Um Shasta. Was oh yeah. Thing. So diet Shasta orange. I was in Houston and I posted this, and they had every flavor of Shasta that was there. And I mean, dude, they had they had the tahiti punch. They had everything you could think of. And um, cola is garbage. <laughs> say that's what's up. That, like, wrap out podcast. You're absolutely yes. Correct. Like cola sucks. But like you know, I, I'll drink. So like when it comes to like oranges, like I don't need I don't need Fanta orange. Like I would drink any orange. Orange of whatever, right? Yeah. Fago's fine. Yeah. Sunkiss. Like, root, root beers were like hit, like my favorite is Barks. Or like I but it's great. Some of them. I like was, mug. Yeah, mug was okay. A and W is good. Uh, Especially took, fresh. It took me yes. It took me a long time until I had fresh A and W. That is so um, wonderful. But let's say and and so yes, there's plenty of ways to go cheaper, we, right? High school, I I worked at Wendy's. Yep. We didn't have Mountain Dew. We had Mellow Yellow. Mellow Yellow, right? Which, Which was is plenty fine for it, me. It's perfectly fine. Now yep. I don't want to drink Mountain Light because I think that sucks. <laughs> but I drank Mellow Yellow. I didn't care. Yep. Let's say it was and I prefer Mountain Dew. Yep. Preferred. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Preferred Mountain Dew. Um, but you know, so there, there's there's just so many ways to to make your food budget, right? If if you were to show me your food budget and say, hey, it's five hundred bucks a month, I'd be like, you're stupid. I feed a family for way less than that, right? Yeah. And we we talk and about we can right? We talk about all the time. Um, my wife makes fun of me because to <laughs> so because I'm because I'm a big guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife my wife uh, a few years back. I love Salisbury steak. Okay. Frozen, frozen yep. Salisbury steak. Um, so she's like, oh, she goes and gets me Stouffer's and she makes potatoes and stuff. And like, I'm eating it. And I was like, all right. And she's like, I thought you would love this. And I was like, yeah, not like, I, I want like banquet, like <laughs> banquet Salisbury steak. Like this is the good, like the gravy is just so much better. Like the, like I want that dirt. Like, so to, to spoil myself, I eat a dollar banquet, like probably once every, I probably do it twice a year. I'm like, oh, the mac and cheese with the with the banquet, like one. That, that that's spoiling. Like to me, it's spoiling myself because I'm just like, that's a great freaking. You throw me a red fago and a banquet in front of me, dude. Like you're probably my best friend. So right? I, I I think I've told you this story before. Like six months ago, I had the greatest Friday night ever. I didn't have to work at break room. Yeah. 
I, I was done working a priority. So I decided I'm going to play video games. So I kicked down the Raspberry Pi <laughs> and I put in Super Tech Mobile, which I got my butt kicked. And I got a huge glass of orange pop. And I texted two of my friends and I said, dude, I feel like I'm 14 again. And they're like, why? And I told them what I was doing. And they're like, oh, my God, those were the greatest days ever. They were. Because that that was a Friday night. If I had a pizza, it would have been perfect. It would, life would have been golden, man. Yep, the same. And that's, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm at the point where, you know, it. I think, I think with your wife and I, we should get around to get her opinion type thing. But, um, you know, she wants to let everybody have ballpark hot dogs. And I'm like, dude, you can eat bar ass hot dogs until you get the money for, for ballpark. Like you, you, you have to, you have to earn it, I guess. Right. See, I don't think it's as black and white as that. She doesn't necessarily want them to have ballpark. She wants them to have the opportunity. The ability. To ballpark. Yes. And sure. I get it. Right. But you have the opportunity. Invest you have the opportunity build a business. You have an opportunity work your ass off. Like, here's a real scenario that's happening right now in my life. Okay, so friend of mine uh, is in real estate, makes really good money in real estate. Started out with a landscaping company. Okay. Okay. Landscaping company. Um, he doesn't want to do anymore because it's physical work and and whatever like he so he brought on a guy and pretty much gave him the business mm -hmm. and said hey i'm taking a part of it you're just going to use my machine and my whatever has a hundred thousand dollars worth of contract that he has possibilities to do yep so like only ask for part of it in return uh the guy pretty much didn't want to own the business anymore um after like, you know, a year and a half. Um, and so pretty much just like gave up. So now I'm in the middle of mowing seasons and have to find new people to mow lawns to do whatever because this company is closed. And at any point, any person, if you're listening, watching, whatever, you reach out to me, you will have yourself a growing business that this dude's willing to literally just give away. He will take payments on his truck and his mower and you will have a business that was that will be paid off in a month if you don't take a draw for a month. You work for free for a month. It, it take you two months if you do it, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like handing the business over. Like so, there's people out there who are tired of things that you could go take over for them, right? Like I became successful in real estate because people were tired of owning their house. Why do we have so many property management companies? Because people are sick and tired of tenants and. They don't want that 3 a.m. phone call. Yep. My refrigerator died. Yep. Or, hey, we had a big snowstorm last night. Get your ass over here and shovel. Uh, we had that. Yeah, we get that all the time. Yeah. So I leave. Pipe it, burst. I, I leave at three o'clock in the morning. My, I expect my driveway to be clear. Cool. So does that guy and that guy and that guy. And guess what? Your order, you're gonna be done by 6 a.m. Yep. So good job. Um, no, it's uh, yeah, it, it's. I think anybody can create what they want to make the wage they want. Um, sure, if you have to work, work hard, work two jobs. Like, okay, I, I've worked so hard, I, I get this, you know, and um, I, th okay, guess what? Then you're not working in the right field doing the right thing. I got a great story for you. It what? works right into this. Yeah, go ahead. What were you gonna say? No, go ahead. So, somebody reached out to Dawn for a consult on opening their own right room. Yep. A couple hours away. 
So they probably draw some people from us, but not a ton. Sure. And Don's like, yeah, that's fine. We can talk. You know, I'll give you some pointers. So they have a Zoom last night. And you want to know how much research this woman's done? Zero. No, she did some. She found a website. We found that website, too. How to create a rage room with $3,000. Perfect. So she starts talking to Don, and Don's like, all right, well, what kind of money are you playing with here? She goes, well, I, I found a website that says you can start a rage room with $3,000. And Don goes, your insurance will cost more than $3,000. She goes, are you serious? Don goes, yeah, for a year, it will cost more than $3,000. She goes, you need at least 30. Well, why do I need that? Because that's what it takes to get the business up and running. Yeah. And you'd be a whole lot better with like 50, especially with, you know, how much lumber is right now. Yep. She goes, uh, where are you going to get your inventory from? Well, I don't know. I figured people just give me the stuff they don't want. She goes, yeah, that'll work for the first couple of weeks. Yep. But after that, you have to supply inventory. You don't have stuff for people to break. They're not coming. Yeah. I, I didn't think of that. Don goes, well, when are you going to be open? Well, most places are open Thursday through Sunday. Don goes, yeah, that's what we're open. What are you going to do Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday? Well, I also do massage therapy. Okay. And when are you getting your inventory? When are you making business connections? Well, I, I really haven't thought of that. I asked Don when she was done. I'm like, how serious is this woman? She goes, I don't think she's very serious because she thought she was going to start the company for $3,000. I mean, it's a possibility, right? Sure it is. Like, you... I don't, you know, you could do it without insurance. You you take the risk. You take the gamble. You can, Somebody did it in Ionia. Right. They were open for six months. You can do you can do a lot of, you know, you could start anything for dirt cheap. I yeah. mean, think about it. You could start a lawn care company for 140 bucks for a new lawnmower. Yeah, you just need a lawnmower. Five 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 dollars for gas and. People have done that here. Oh, 100. Like there there was a guy who would graduate that started his own lawn care company yep. literally just by mowing all the neighbor's yards. Yeah. And now he's got a legitimate company that people go to to have them do his the landscaping. Yep. And that's, you know, so that's a there's there's we should do an episode on all or all businesses you can start for under a thousand bucks. Yeah. Um we'll have to write that down. But so I was gonna say so like what's your dream job? Mine? Yes. I don't honestly know. Because, again, I, it took me until 2016 to just figure out what I wanted to do in school. Sure. But I'm not going to do that for a career. Right. So, like, mine mine was to drill bowling balls. Okay. All day, every day. I was going to live in a bowling alley. That's all I was going to do, right? So, I understand that that's my passion. But I also know what that pays. Yep. Do you see me drilling bowling balls all day, every day? I do not. Exactly. So I put back what I, quote unquote, wanted to do in life. I have a, I mean, real estate has become my passion. I didn't know I was going to be an investor. I had no idea I'd be successful the way I am. I had no, like, I found money, right? Like, I, I, I built my own life. Well, I think we can, you know, looking at passion. So we obviously do a podcast based around money and beer. Oh, yeah. Okay. If, if you're talking to 15-year-old me, yeah, I didn't really like beer at 15. It, it wasn't my thing. Sure. You know, I, I liked what most 15-year-olds like. The wine coolers taste like they were fruity. Yes. Okay. I, I like a margarita. Give me that. It's fruity. Yeah. Um, but I didn't like beer. And I didn't care about money. I, I had a respect for money. I knew how to deal with money. I just didn't care. Yep. 
you know, I had money. I could go buy whatever I wanted, and that, that was cool. Now I'm 44, and beer is a passion. I mean, obviously not as much as it was six months ago when I was allowed to drink. Right. Um, obviously, finances are a passion because, you know, that's what I'm getting my degree in. And we're here. Yeah, we do this, you know, weekly. Yeah. Um, softball is a passion. That doesn't pay anything. I'm not going to make a career out of that. Right. You know, and so I have all these passions, and none of them are really going to pay me, and that's fine. They're passions. Yep. You know, I, I also have things that will pay me. You know, my normal job pays me to, you know, go there 40 hours, of, well, not even go there, but work 40 hours a week because I work from home. Yep. Um, you know, I, I have the business here that pays my wife, doesn't pay me, but, you know, I, I have those options, which is, is great. You, you need those options. You know, and I, I think you could say the same thing. You might have liked beer at 15, but was it a passion? Bowling balls were a passion. You say bowling was my passion back then, right? So, um, yeah, like it kept me out of trouble. I get like 100%. Well, and as far as sports go, and I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this, can you make a good living as a professional bowler? No. Because they don't make a lot of money at their tournaments. No. I mean, they make a lot of money compared to people that aren't bowling. Sure, right? I mean, but you have to win. Like, second place doesn't pay anything. And if, you, right. if you're not the best of the best winning every time, like, you're just not doing it. So, um, you know, I, I don't know, like the high, the lowest paid golfer makes more than the highest paid bowler, right? Correct. And so I just chose the wrong sport, you know. Um, you know, I think uh, I think one of the biggest things for yeah, I, I walked a I walked a kid who wanted to know about real estate through mm -hmm. through my vacant unit today because mm -hmm. I have one I just got certified. Um, and so I waited to get the certification. Um, and you know, it, it's, it's very basic, right? Mm -hmm. I have, I have, if we could show these tables, right? Like I have a, I have a countertop that's not granite, not quartz, not anything. It's, it's a basic, right? I have pay, like for I, mica. right. I have for mica, right? I have cabinets that are, they're, they're not oak. They're actually the, the basement ones are, or sometimes they're actually hardwood, Okay. but the upstairs, the upstairs are not right. They're like, uh, particle board and stuff mm -hmm. like right? like the, the cheaper ones. Um, I, you know, I have carpet. I, it's just it's a very basic unit. I I don't have vinyl windows. I actually have there. It's metal the, the metal frame windows, okay. single pane type thing, and I get less money than what most people get. Mm -hmm. and because it's basic. Because it's basic, right? Like so, you know. But then I, it's funny because when I show it, right. I guess some people are like, oh, I was really hoping for for more. I can make it more. Yeah. Right? Like, you want you want newer windows? You want quartz countertop? Awesome. We just went from nine hundred a month to fourteen hundred a month. Why? Well, because that shit cost me money. Yeah, but I'm gonna be here for. Are you gonna sign a thirty year contract? Well, no. I'll be here at least a year. So you think one year is gonna pay off my thirty thousand dollars renovations? All right, cool. Like you're not a math genius. I get no. it. I understand it. Yeah, but the next person, the next person's not gonna want or gonna like the same quartz that you like. The next person is not gonna like the same color scheme you choose. The next person is not gonna like vinyl wrapped windows. Like, 
there's a reason that every apartment you go into has white walls and tan carpet because mm -hmm. it's neutral and most people aren't going to complain. Yeah, I mean, and they still will, right? They oh, will. Can I paint? I mean, that's the number one question. Can I? Can I paint? Sure, man. Go ahead. Better paint on the way out yep. too. Uh, tan white, tan, tan brown, or sorry, tan white or gray. Yep. And I have to approve it before. If you choose any other color, which I will allow you to choose any color in my places, you will be charged for any cover-up that I have to do. Just know that if it's a darker color, it's going to take multiple coats, and you will be charged double. Mm -hmm. Okay. And they all do it. Yeah, if home. that's what they want, and that makes yep. them comfortable in their home, I'm that's happy with again, it. disposable income. Yep, I'm happy with it. It's your money. It's your place. It's your, you know. I'm curious on this one yep. when I'm looking at, at average cost of things. Um, I know for you, you're not paying this in child care. Twenty-four thousand, not a chance. Now, that's probably pretty typical around here. I would assume. I, I'm figuring 100, 150 a month at least. Um. Oh, at least. I mean, so for one child, I, this is for two. The twenty-four. It's let's, twelve. Let's, let's for say one. Let's say. I mean, I pay. I probably on a good day or on a you know on a good year, I pay two thousand bucks a year. Okay. Right? I mean, I my, plus or minus because we do send my. I mean, granted, only during the summer. Probably way less than that. Um, there's what 23 weeks of summer or six, 16 weeks of summer. Um, I pay 640 bucks because we send our daughter to uh, gymnastics day camp, mm -hmm. costing me 40 bucks every week, and I mean we don't do it. But, but, uh, yeah, but just, there's, I'm there's nobody that's daycare charging 40 bucks a week. No, it's one day. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Well, still. So forty bucks a day. So That's probably average. Yeah. Four, eight, twelve, sixteen. You know, two hundred and forty bucks a week, which yep. which is probably average for daycare, right? Mm -hmm. I'd say forty bucks. Yeah. So two hundred and forty bucks a week, and then yep. So I mean, you're obviously not paying that, but when we go to housing, two adults, one child. Yep. Eleven thousand five forty four. A year. A year. Uh, eleven thousand five forty four. Divided by 12, 962 for a monthly payment. Um, you have places for that. I do. Every place except one. Um, two. Two bedrooms? Yes. Okay. So you rent from Mr. Nick. You can make that happen. Yes. How many people do you know that have apartments like you? This is taking a lot of thinking. Two? Okay. Two in the in this area, right? We're not, right. We're so talking I, about Kent County. Yes, I say because like I have a bunch of friends in Ohio that have like five hundred dollars. Uh, so I, I know of two people that are competitive with me. And I mean, if you go to the outlying areas, if you're not in the Grand Rapids metro right. area, yes, you can obviously save money over that. Yes. But you know that that's pretty generous, I would say, nine sixty a month. Yes. And you're not getting extra stuff for that. You're getting basic. Yep. You're not getting a garage. You're not getting my mine. Actually, <laughs> with Mr. Nick, you might get a garage. Actually, yeah, I, I, not garage doors, but you will get covered parking at one of mine. So you got a carport. Yeah, it's a carport, right? Okay. So yeah. uh, the other one, the other, so the other two, uh, those two, those two places, mm -hmm. um, they don't, they have driveways, no covered parking, no storage of any sort, um, right? They are two bedrooms, a bathroom, a hallway. There is a closet for your coat, a closet for your linens, um, a very decent-sized living room, and a kitchen. And that's what you get. There's no mm -hmm. 
There's no, hey, I want to put my arcade machine in here. Granted, I had an arcade machine when I lived there, but I didn't have the kid at the time. Right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, you will you will get basics, right? So we have some studios. Uh, uh, mine two bedroom, right? But like two bedroom, you will not find for less than a thousand dollars. So I mean, they're in the ballpark with that. You're just but... gonna find it, right? I mean. So when we look at this is the the fact the figure that I love the most required annual income after taxes. Yeah. If you have a child and you're two adults, yep. you need $57,483 a year. How long did it take you to get to that point? What age? Including my, my day job? Yeah. Two income, both incomes? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I remember Courtney was going to school for some of that. Yeah. I mean, God, I don't know. I don't know the answer. Late 20s? I don't, so she graduated probably six, seven years ago, which she would have been 20. Through the kid five years ago, she had a job. Sorry, doing math while we're on, while we're on air. Uh, honestly, how much? 60000 a year? Basically, 57000 But during this time, like, I had my rentals growing that mm-hmm. much. So I would have been early 20s. Okay. I would have been early 20s. If you I took the rentals been. out. I would have been... Because my wife had off because of the kid, she went part time. Mm-hmm. If I took, I mean, and then now I don't have a job. Right. I, fuck, we're not there. <laughs> you know, I mean. And you're like, 33. Like in, yeah, like in theory, we are not there, right? Like, um, my wife works part time, right? I have no income. Well, <laughs> say to to um, kind of throw this out there. Yeah. Don and I are now dinks. Yeah. Double income, no children. Yeah. Double income, no kid, baby. So. We need only thirty-eight-seven forty-six. Yeah, that, that's easy. That for us, that there's no issue with that whatsoever. Yep. But when we had a child at home, yep. fifty again, fifty-seven four eighty-three. I can tell you, I was probably between thirty-five and thirty-eight before that sure. was happening, and that was only because of my overtime. Yeah. When I lost overtime, that wasn't happening. Yeah. That's like an after tech. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. I I don't know. We had a couple of years, I guess, where. I mean, where, because I, I, I made, I made nearly 60, but after taxes, I, I don't know, after taxes and investments, I made 24,000 a year. Right. <laughs> I mean, I made nothing at my job. People, you know, people are like, oh, and it was like, you made 60, yeah, but I invested so much money. When we talked before, you know, people look at what they're making. Yeah. And they don't necessarily think of how many taxes they're taking out of what you're making. Yep. And. Plus, for for us with a child, two two incomes and a child, yep. you need seventy thousand dollars a year. Yeah, are you making that? I mean, no, I'm not. I uh, so we're talking about tax. Tax is another topic we need to talk about, right? We, we really do because you I, and I pay out the. Rear I house. just signed. I just signed this check: nine thousand nine hundred eighty-eight dollars and thirty cents. Property summer taxes for one property. Yep, nine thousand nine hundred eighty-eight. Now, mind you, do the math. Just in the summer, mm-hmm. I have to I have to charge one unit eight hundred and thirty three dollars and thirty three cents a month. Mm-hmm. Okay, just to cover my summer taxes, and I make no money. Shout out to Benson, who's on. Hi, Mike. Hey, Benson. Um, say I make no money off of one of my years. Jeremiah was thirty three before he made over fifty thousand. That's your age, fifty or thirty three. Yeah, say, um, that's a. Uh, Mr. Rosa, it's good to hear, good to see you. Good to hear you. 
Um, I, uh, no, and, and, you know, so like, I say that's, that's good. That's good yeah. numbers. Yeah, like, it is. Not, well, would, you would know, it be good in, in Chicago? No, it'd be but, horrible. But, so I, like, because I know a little bit about, uh, about him, your wife, on the other hand, when did she start making money? Um, like, well, so his wife's in the medical field just okay. as much yeah. as my wife is. Yeah. 33. Okay. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, right, like, you both kind of hit it, hit it pretty decent, um, at that point, but, um, you know, I, like, Again, my wife would make good money if she worked full time, <laughs> um, but it, we've been fortunate enough to have built a business and a lifestyle that we adore and love. Kind of can do what you want, when you want, to an extent. Kind of, right? Like, I mean, I'm, I'm still here. <laughs> I have a wife that I have to answer to. So, um, you know, I, I don't know. I guess I, I worked... I worked a lot. I mean, yeah. when I first bought my first house, we talked about it. I was making $8.50 working 12 hours a day through manpower. Yeah. Right? Um, got, a, got a promote, got, got a different job making $11.25. And, you know, I thought that was like a world change. My first promotion at work, yeah. I went up to 14 bucks an hour. That was life-changing money for me at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Because I was making nine. That's five dollars an hour. That's huge. Yeah, that's that's big money. And like within two years, I was at eighteen, and I was I was rolling in money as far as yeah. I was concerned. Because <laughs> like, I couldn't even afford to bar us hot dogs at that point. <laughs> Buy whatever we want today. Here's a good one I have for you: transportation costs eleven thousand seven hundred. That's not that's not even true. I mean, per year, right? You, you figure okay, gas is up a little bit. Sure. Two, you're running two cars. Five hundred bucks a month, maybe in gas. I mean, so I spend a stupid amount, but like yeah, but you drive constantly. Let, let's let's say let's say forty dollars to fill up your tank. Okay. Okay. Times fifty-two, and I'm, you know, because people fill up once a 2, week. Twenty-one hundred, right? So twenty-one hundred. You're still forty-two hundred with two people. I have three vehicles and a motorcycle, and I pay two hundred and thirty dollars a month for car insurance for mm-hmm. all for all of that. Mm-hmm. Times twelve. So twenty seven sixty plus twenty one hundred, so that's five, five grand, grand, right? And that's that's for three vehicles. I don't want to sit here and do math and figure out how right. much it would be for, but and how much are they saying? They're saying eleven thousand seven hundred. So okay, and then, so they're they're saying either five thousand repairs or your dumbasses out there fucking making car payments. Mm-hmm. Like, don't blame me because you chose a car. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Next, get riled up on this one. Cause... <laughs> We we've done a couple car episodes. You <laughs> would know how he loves car payments. Yep. Oh well, we need reliable, dude. I have a 2010 Scion XB that I've officially Facebook told me I've owned it for seven or eight years now. This thing, I've put tires on it for actually I got them for free, but in theory I I spent the one use of them for 460 bucks. And. Uh, Basic oil changes at twelve bucks, you know, every three months. I'll give them three months, you know, um, and it's just no, no way. So this this has to be including car payment. It has to. Like it's it's just impossible. So unless you're driving stupid like me, I mean, stupid. Like I mean, I go through right now. I'm filling up forty four dollars per gas tank, and I use a tank and a half, two tanks, three tanks a week. How much? I mean, 
How many miles do you think putting on a vehicle in, in a week? I don't want to talk about this. Give me, give me a ballpark. Because I can tell you, I had a sales job while Nick's working the numbers here. I had a sales job. Uh, Mike worked it with me. Um, and I worked it for six weeks. And uh, in those six weeks, I probably put 14,000 miles on my vehicle. Oh, you're, you're killing me. Or, yeah, that, that's huge. Uh, per week? Uh, I'm putting I'm putting 1,700 miles a week on, on a vehicle. Yeah, I put 14,000 in yeah, six weeks. That's, that's stupid. And, and I drove stupidly because yeah. I, I didn't have a choice. I had to. Yeah. I mean, that was the job, and I took the job, and I figured out quickly that was a really dumb idea. And he does not want to say what he spends on vehicles. Uh, no, and, and but it's your choice, right? Yeah. Like, the first word he says is choices. Don't want to say, right? But, like, that's your choice. You did not have to. Oh, my wife said so. Again, you didn't have to. You could have pulled your pants up and said, no, we're not doing it. She could have pulled her pants up and said, no, we're not doing it. Hey, let's buy this. I don't want it. No, like you don't want to have the headache of a beater, but it sucks. Like, well, and when we talk about choices, you choose what you like. Yep. So it's not necessarily a new vehicle, yep. but it is a vacation. Oh, 100%. And you would ch pick the vacation over the new vehicle every day. Every day. Every day. I mean, I can go rent a vehicle on vacation. Right. Any vehicle you want. So, yeah. yeah we, we did that in Hawaii. We rented a Jeep because I wanted a Jeep with no top on it. And I wanted to run around the island. It's got to be green. I got to gotta dress and park it up. You know, and, and when we were looking at taking this road trip that, you know, me getting sick kind of blew up. Yep. Don and I were talking, okay, well, we could get a, a bigger car or we could get an SUV. What do we want to spend the money on? Yep. And the SUV was like an extra 30 bucks a day. Sure. And I'm like, yeah, we could just say, let's just do a car. Sure. Because it's 30 bucks a day, you know, and we're going to be gone for seven days. 200 bucks. 210 bucks plus the gas difference, right? Yeah. Because you're going to get less mileage with the SUV. Yep. That's very true. So I was like, you know, let's just save that money and put it towards something else. Put it towards a hotel room for a night or two. And, you know, and I get, I get. So, you know, some people like had to change jobs to come to a different state, but I'm going to say the people that transferred out of state who don't have family and friends around to watch their kids. They're probably making way more money, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, these statistics are just, they're just weird. Well, and, and I think the thing I love the most about the there's no jobs and crap out there is so now that the pandemic's winding down, even though it's starting to ramp back up, yep. businesses are calling their employees back to the office. Yep. Now, I can do what I do from home, and I'm great at it. I'm the I am the best in the world at what I do. Yeah. That's not being cocky. That's just a fact. Yep. Can you do your job from home? Yes. How much of it? 1%. Okay. So the other 99, you're going to have to go somewhere because I know you. You're not scanning your deposits for your tenants. Oh, yeah. And going, oh, yeah, I scanned that check, so that's in my account. You're taking the check to the bank and giving it to them. Right. And, and could I could I do it different? Sure. I mean, but it, it'll still take time, but you can do it from home if you're scanning it. Yep. And, you know, like I could call contractors yep. to go do work. Correct. I could. I could do. Like, all right, so here's the conversation. This is this is true. So I had a city inspection today. Mm -hmm. um, I had a city inspection today, and 
you know what? It's really weird. I go through and I test all my outlets to make sure they're, they're working and stuff. Come to find out, mine, the one wasn't working. So my positive wire had come off the back. Mm-hmm. So I took it out. Um, I, so I had that. So I figured I didn't know it was the, the positive because when I pulled it apart while the inspector was there, it looked fine. Um, but when I finally got into it, it did that. Um, so 57 cents for a new outlet. Uh, I had a globe on the outside, so the outside light, right? So the, the porch light, the globe was missing, the light bulb was missing. I paid $8 for eight light bulbs, um, so a dollar a piece. So I'm at $1.57. The globe cost me $2.90. So um, right, we're up to four or five bucks, basically, right? And uh, and uh, so we're at, we're at five bucks. So we're, at, we're at five bucks. Mike, are you there? Mike, are you there? Okay, I'm actually on this because my thing makes it seem like I'm not. I just wanted to listen to you guys. I wanted to make sure I'm on the right thing. Oh, you're on the right thing, oh, my you're man. You're on the right thing, my man. Awesome. So if you're just listening, mute. You're just you listening have something mute, to say, unmute. I will mute. Sweet. So we have the we have the you know five you're bucks five bucks and I have a pile of brush that's sitting out there that the tenants were using for bonfire but I'm not allowed to have the pile of brush unless it's cut up into really nice so I'm just gonna I have to haul it away so I, that's free hang on I have to say this because yeah. we've done an episode on this yeah Nick went around last summer picking up brush for twenty bucks yes so go ahead so I, I you know I could pay somebody for twenty bucks or you know twenty five if whatever. Or I can hop in my truck. I could drive there. Sure. Let's say I have to pay three bucks in gas. Um, so in total, I'm at less than ten dollars. Mm-hmm. And I was telling another owner this. I was like, "Yeah, my inspection was less than ten bucks." And he's like, "What?" I told him what they were, and he goes, "That would cost me two hundred bucks." And I was like, "You're absolutely correct. It would. Why? Because I have to spend my time to go to the store to buy this part mm-hmm. to, to buy the globe. I have to get my. I have to get your light bulbs. I have to get your outlet. It's going to cost you fifty bucks to change the outlet out, mm-hmm. or well." 15 bucks, 20 bucks, 25, I don't know. If I have an electrician do it, it's going to be 50. Mm-hmm. Uh, to change the globe, right? Again, I'm tr- probably charging you 50 plus and to haul away your, your brush because I have to get a company right away. It's going to cost you 100 bucks. So, yeah, you're at, you're at 200 bucks. Like, that's why I self manage, okay? <laughs> like, and he's like, I'd pay the 200 bucks, but it always ends up being five. And I was like, yeah, but mine, mine's way different. I mean, again, choices. You right. took your time to do that. Yes. So you gave up opportunities other places that you could have been making money. Yep. I, you know, and, and but the hundred and ninety dollars savings was worth it. It absolutely is. You have to look at what you're saving, and is that worth it to you to give up possible yep. money elsewhere? Yep. I say. So going back into this living wage thing, because you know I got to keep coming back to it. it. Here's a great question: Is there a labor shortage, or is there impatience with low wages? I want your thoughts, Nick. At this moment, there's an impatience with low wages. Mm-hmm. And not only wages, benefits. I disagree. Okay, why? Um, I don't think the average American actually cares about benefits. Okay. Um, I don't. I don't think anybody except for the select few or like, thinking people right like walk in and say hey what are my benefits what what are you know like 
you know, here's here's the real truth. Like I, I interviewed for a job because I'm I'm still looking, right? Um, and the guy goes, all right, what kind of questions do you have? And I said, great, here we go. I said, and this was a pre-interview to an interview, right? So it was like a third-party company trying to get me to get a job. And I said, hey, what kind of uh, what kind of vacation time does this company offer? What do their benefits look like? What does their 401k match look like? Um, do they have, you know, a pension, anything like that? Uh, any employee appreciation things that they do for them? And so I asked, like, I asked five, seven, eight questions of, of things I actually generally care. And you know what the response I got was? I don't know. I'll have to check on that. Nope. The response was, when you go in for the interview with this company, maybe you should ask questions about the job itself, like what it entails. So in other words, they don't offer any of those things. No, I and they probably do. And he go like he got back to me on a couple, but he's like, yeah, they, they match. I just don't know what percent and stuff like that. And they they have benefits, right? Is all he said. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they are. And I was like, okay. And but he he's trying to tell me, don't worry about the things you give a shit about. Care about the job itself. And I was like. No, the job itself is only worth it if it's worth it for me. I'm valuing myself. And so I think right now with this extra money, again, I think people, sure, they're being lazy, but I think they're valuing themselves for the first time. Well, and he, here's the question. So look at 20 years ago, mm-hmm. it, you know, George Bush takes over as president and economy starts to go downwards. Yep. And Way to go, W. And jobs are hard to come by. Yep. Okay. First time I ever experienced that in the job force where jobs were hard to come by. Really, the jobs out there got to pick and choose from the best of the best, whatever they wanted, and they could literally offer you anything. Yep. It didn't matter because at some point you have to make money to pay bills. Now, the flip side, 21 years later, we're looking at shoes on the other foot now. Yep. Employees are sitting there going, <laughs> everybody's hiring. Everybody's hiring somewhere between 13 and 18 bucks an hour. Yep. So I have my choice of any job basically that I want if I have some qualifications for it. Not all, but some. Sure. Because they all want a bachelor's degree, but they'll live without it. Yep. Because at the end of the day, they need somebody to fill that position so their doors stay open. So instead of saying, yeah, I don't really care what my 401k matches. Yeah, I don't really care what the vacation looks like. Yeah, I don't really care what the benefits look like. They're going, what are you going to pay me? What are my benefits? How much time off do I get? Because I'll tell you right now, the first question I ask after how much are you paying is how much time off do I get? Oh, that's that, that's my number one question right now. Well, yeah, I, honestly, it's more than pay. I tell them, I actually, I come out and say, look, I don't need as much as you think I do, but what I need is time off. And they're like, well, we need you here. How much vacation time are you giving me? Mm-hmm. Because I work so I can spend time with my family, and I want to make sure I have enough time to spend with my family. And they they just get this fucking look on their face. Like, I want to punch them in the face. Yeah. Like, You're supposed to be here for me. I'm the company. I've given you everything. No, what you've given me is the ability to go out and make my own life, and guess what? Fucking succeeded. Like... Sucks to be you. But until you do that for me, I'm not going to give that up. I, I was talking to a friend of mine who who's very successful. Um, I mean, we're talking shy, just shy of probably seven figures. Okay. Um, 
and he's looking to hire to do some stuff. And I was like, all right, what do they, you know, just give me a rough, what do they start at? And he told me a decent price. And I was like, I was like, look, if you can get my benefits and everything to be where I want them to be, I would officially give up everything I have in Michigan. I would move down to the area that he's in. I would throw my suit and tie on and you will have a great employee. But I guarantee when I move down to that area, guess what? I'm going to restart and build my real estate to then beat that new price that I have because that's right. actually what I'm worth. Like, right. I am worth that because I know who I am. Like, I'm very proud of who I am, who I've become, how I how I am a leader, how I, you know. I, I think the most important thing about you, too, is you know your shortcomings. Your shortcomings. Very much. So you know where you lack and where you need to get better. And and again, if you're going to argue with someone, you're probably not going to do it over text message or email. That's a very true thing. You're, yes, you're going to do it face-to-face -face or phone-to-phone -phone yep. because you're much more articulate on the phone oh, yeah. than you are on text message. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, you know, and, and um, we had that we had that conversation with, with your wife. Yep. Right? Like, hey, Nick, you don't come across. Like, this isn't the Nick I know. And hey, I think you, you if you explained it like in words, yes, like one hundred percent. Like when I go buy a house, I never, I never text somebody, right? Like because my spelling, my punctuation, everything, like no, like if if it's, hey, I want to buy your house. That's really what it's going to come out to, yep. like in text message, you know, no comma, no capitalization. There, there, there's nothing. When I talk to you, hey David, I'm interested in purchasing your home. Do you have any interest in getting rid of it for a good price? Mm -hmm. Those two totally different things right there, right? One almost comes off as offensive. Yeah. Like, right? Like, and the other one comes off as you're trying to help me. What well, one is I'm not fucking selling my house. The other one is, I mean, good price. Holy shit, maybe. What's right? a good price? <laughs> say, like, here we go. Like you say, actually, this guy's got my interest. And, right? and you're gonna sit there and go, well, a good price might be two hundred thousand. And I'm like, this house is only worth 170. If you give me two hundred thousand, let's go. Yeah, say. Oh, you said it's worth 170. All right. So tell you what, at least you have a price that you know what it's worth. Let me come over, take a look. I'll, I'll see. I'll see what we can do. Uh, you know, we'll we'll see. What's the condition that it's in, right? What are the repairs that are needed? Oh, you know what? Don't tell me over the phone. Let me come see it. <coughs> we had this conversation. I had this conversation with a friend. This is free tips. Free fucking Nick knowledge right here, people. Okay. So I get a phone call from somebody who just goes, "Hey, are you interested in selling this property?" Yeah. I I, I said 215k. They called me and they're like, oh, so have you ever thought about this? And I was like, look, kid, stop being just straight about price. And I started giving this kid education of how I how I act. And I was like, and I told I told the guy yesterday, I was like, you know what, these kids are forgetting nowadays. If I were to go buy your house, right? And I was like, hey, David, I'm gonna be on my way. You know what, David? We've been talking on the phone for a little bit. I'm gonna stop and I'm gonna get myself a drink, a water or something. Would you like a coffee or a water? Can I get you anything while I'm on my way? No, I'm good. All right. Tell you what. So I'm I'm either A, going to grab you a drink. B, I'm going to grab you a snack of some type of a thing. I'm spending two bucks max. You know, I don't care if Pop's 250 at this point. Right? And we'll show up at your house. And I will have, here, you know what? I stopped and got a drink. I want to get you a cookie real quick. Uh, thanks, for, thanks for taking your time. What the fuck did this kid just, like, he, he just he got me. What? All right. You know what? Yeah, sure. You, you bought my time for two bucks. Like, yeah. All right, cool. Hey, I'm going to sit with you at the table. I'm not even going to look around right away unless you're like, hey, come on in. Let, let's look around real quick. And I'll take your tour. I'll take your tour, not my tour. I'll take your tour. Oh, hey, this, 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 this. 
All right, so hey, you, you pointed out a lot of things um, that, you, that you're not really happy with, so you know that those things are going to be repaired. Mm -hmm. Right, and David's over here shaking his head, right? Like, guys, this is sales 101. This, this like, is what happened. This, you get them to agree to what you're this saying. This is fucking sales 101 right here. Yeah, yeah, I don't like that. That's... Yeah. So, so, you know, so, you know, I know, I know you said it's worth like 170, but you and I both know that that 170 is only if it's in perfect condition, right? Yeah, so, you know, we're going to take a little bit off of that. Um, and, you know what, I have cash. So if I can get I can get this house bought today, what are you thinking? I mean, can, can we come up on a, on a little bit less of a price? I mean, you know what? Well, what are you thinking for cash? You know what? If you did 140, I would take all the repairs. I'd do them myself. I'd make sure you got into your new place. Tell you what, you go find a new place before I offer or before I buy this house. I'll make sure that we close and we'll have documents signed so you're guaranteed that you don't have this debt anymore. What do you think of that? Well, shit, if you're going to wait till I find this, blah, blah, hell yeah, it's yours. By that time, the house has probably gone up in value if he waits two, three months. If not, whatever. I can always back out. You can always back out. Anything like that, right? And you're going to go to your family. And you're going to go, hey, uh, I sold it for this. Oh, but it's worth 170 Yeah, but Nick said, hey, this. And then you're going to go, hey, Nick, you know, I talked, and it's worth uh, 170 and go, you know what? We signed the contract. You were pretty happy. If you're not, let's have a conversation. Let's figure this out. Well, I'm really I'm really adamant about this. All right, cool. Hey, there's another, there's another house out there. Do you know anybody else that might be interested to sell? Well, not at your price. Or actually, you know what? My, my mom kind of wants out of hers and I was going to buy her house. And so uh, I can't get the value for mine. So maybe you can go talk to her. Great. What's her number? Does she like cookies? So should you not? This is how this works. So anyway, when it, when it comes to uh, living wage, create your own fucking wage. Okay. I mean, I literally just gave people two minutes of creating wealth just like that. Well, see, and you, and you know what kind of people you're dealing with. You know, Sometimes. Because, because you're looking at you know certain areas, you can draw some conclusions. Yeah. So I go to buy a car, mm -hmm. and they'll give me 5000 on any trade-in. And the guy says, well, what do you have to trade in? I said, well, I have 2005 Alero. Mm -hmm. How many miles? Eh, it's got 90000 Conditions it in. I said, it's probably a good condition. How much you want for it? I said, I want five grand. Well, you really think you're going to get five grand? Yes, I am. The says five grand. I want five grand. Well, yeah, but we have to, you know, look over the car and inspect it and do some reconditioning to it. So it's probably going to, you know, be less than five grand. So how much do you want for it? I said, five grand. I want five grand. Well, what would you sell it to your sister for? I said, five grand. To a family member? Yeah, I want the money it's worth. It's worth five grand. You say it's worth five grand, you're paying me five grand. So you would walk away if I don't give you five grand. Fuck yeah, I would. Bye. 100%. And I did. And you you were talking about interviews for a minute. Best interview I ever had. So I go in and they're like, so what, what are you looking for? I said, well, I work from home. Like, well, we don't have telecommute options here. I'm like, okay. So what else are you looking for? I work from home. If I don't work from home, I don't work for you. Oh, oh. Well, I mean, we were interested, but you know, it, it depends on a lot of things. What, what were you looking for salary-wise? I make twenty-six dollars an hour, working from home. Well, what would it take you to come into the office? Thirty-five. This job doesn't start that high. I make twenty-six dollars an hour working from home. <laughs> Not yet. So, I mean, you know, there are choices we all make. I was up front. This is what I want. I had one job tell me we have to 
be clean shaven. Yep. No, I don't. Well, if you want to work here, you do. No, I don't. If you don't want me to work with a goatee, you don't want me to work. I don't really care. Yep. yep. That was uh, a. <clears throat> I, uh, I get that. I get that quite a bit, right? Like when I have a big beard, right? All right, we're gonna have to talk about that beard. We can talk. And I, it's funny because I always like I'm okay with getting rid of it. And every time we're like, all right, what do you what do you feel about getting rid of it? Well, I have two stipulations. Well, what's that? One. We do it as an entire employee engagement, and uh, everybody raises money, and we'll donate the entire thing, and we chop it off and give the money away. Mm-hmm. What's the second one? The job requires it. <laughs> I was like, you know, like I, I'm not, I'm not attached to it. Like, you know, as much as it's whatever. Like, but I, and the the look is always like, what? And I was like, what a great way to come into a company. You're gonna shave a new guy's beard, yeah, like all day. I don't care. Like, I can grow it back. It's like. Can't grow the top of my head, but I can, right. grow, I can grow. I can grow this. I can't grow the top of my head anymore either. But so I, you know, and I, I, it's statistics, and it's what living wage says that things are based off of what people buy right now, and uh, I think that's the average, right? Mm-hmm. You know what the living wage for a millionaire is? Way above. Oh yeah. You because know? they have bigger bills. Correct. And I mean, that people don't ever take that into effect either. That you know, if I made fifty thousand a year, that would just solve all my problems. No, you just spend more money. Yep. Well, what's the? There was a statistic, or the, sorry, there was a study done by a, uh, a college that said seventy thousand dollars is the threshold for happiness. Mm-hmm. Once your once your household makes anything above seventy grand, you will never be any happier than you would be making seventy thousand bucks. And. Uh, you know, like because there's not a thing that you can't buy, there's not a thing you can't do at a seventy thousand. Then it just becomes time, right? Yep. Time and money are the biggest, biggest things. So if you have both time and money, you've made it in life. Well, I know my number. My number is about one hundred and five thousand. Yep. If I'm at one hundred and five thousand, I can buy whatever I want, do whatever I want to do. Mm-hmm. Still, I have whatever time off I need. What's your number? One point two million. We know, right? I mean. It's, <laughs> I can do what you want when you the want. The lifestyle that I dream of the way I want it to be, right? I have enough money for a Dodge Viper. Have you seen my Dodge Viper? I have not. Exactly. Right? I haven't reached that. Do you have enough money to live on a hut over the water? I do. Do you see my hut over the water? I do not, because if I did, I'd be there with you. <laughs> Even if it was in Mexico. Right. Like, you know, I mean, I have goals and dreams and aspirations, right? We talk about generational wealth. I, I'm now, like I didn't start out building my business that way. Mm-hmm. I'm now building my business for generational wealth. For anybody that hasn't listened to us before, Nick's first lease that he wrote <laughs> was the worst lease ever written. Greatest lease in the world. What did you write it on? A lined piece of paper. And yeah. how, how many lines were written? Uh, Less than 10? I, Nick, rent this place for one year at this price, signed. So three lines? I mean, I have big hand ready, so maybe four. <laughs> yep. And when real people, real people that were in real estate looked at this, what did they say? Uh, they fucking laughed and <laughs> said good luck. Uh, they had, so, yeah, they handed me a five-page, five or seven-page mm-hmm. lease. So this is what a lease is. Get to know it. 
Uh, it's going to be your best friend, and I learned very quickly. Um, yep. So I say when people people have no idea how I like. That's the thing. Like I can't do what you do. Are you fucking shitting me? Like you have more knowledge than me. Like hey, do you do you rent? Well, yeah, I rent that. <coughs> You rented, I didn't. Like, you know the lease is at least. You're like, home. Yeah, like, good for you. You, you, you already know. Like, like, oh, I, I, you know, it's funny. I sat with the person who's like, I, cause I, I posted, I, I offered 40000 on a $90,000 house. Yeah. Right. And the person goes, how are you finding such cheap deals? I, I search for them. I, I ask them. I search, I search every day or all the time. Not the same way I search, apparently. You should learn how to search better. There's no better way to search. Okay, you know better than me. That's why you have 50,000 houses, and I have what I have. Like, like I, Apparently, like, what, tell me what. Why don't you tell me how to do this? Like, you asked for advice. I gave you advice, and then you're telling me I'm wrong with my advice? Like, okay. This seems, people people don't want to hear the real truth, right? Like, you know, I, they, want, they want affirmation that what they're doing is right. Correct. Which... Probably is not. I do what I do is not right. I I, I can tell you right now. Wrong all the time. You and I have talked before. I've, I've always said, hey, if you need some money, let me know. I'll throw some money at one of your investments. Yeah. How much money have you taken from me? None. None. I just think about that because I couldn't figure out zero times zero. <laughs> Never taken any money from me. Yeah. I, I mean, the offer is always out there. Yeah. Now, am I going to invest fifty grand? No. If you need a couple thousand, let me know. Yep. I can throw in a couple thousand. Yep. But I, again, those are choices. I, I make that choice to say here, I'll gamble with you instead of gambling with the market. Right. Right now, you're a better gamble than the market. The market's going down. My market could change. It, it absolutely could. It could be 2008 again, and everything fucking crashes. Yep. But, yeah, and that's. Uh, and we'll, we'll talk. We should do an episode on my on kind of my business plan and how I kind of run things a little bit. Um, I'm always open with it. I just I don't know. Getting out to the world is way different. Mm-hmm. Um, but so anyway, I want to kind of I want to kind of get back to the uh, living wage. The living wage slash Jeff Bezos issue. Yeah. Um, right. So the 28 million bucks. The people that the people that were having the conversation with me were not happy because I said. It's his money. He can do whatever he wants with it. Who am I to say what he does with it? Which is absolutely true. And their response was, it could have gone to a better thing. Which is also true. And which one is right? Well, it depends on the point of view that you have. Exactly. So neither are right. Right. right? Like, um, but we have this conversation all the time. I like going to cons and getting autographs. Yes. My wife hates it. She wants to take a cruise. Yep. Who's right? Her. Because you'd rather go on a 100%. Cruise. <laughs> that's, that's my point of view. But right? if, you know, I ask my buddy Jim, he's going to say, oh, I'm going to go to the county. Yeah, I'll go to the county. Yep. I'll take my daughter to the county, yep. which is what I'm going to do. Yep. And neither one of us are right. Yep. It just depends on your point of view. Now, am I going to go on a cruise with her? Fuck yeah, I am. I tried to die. I almost died. I'm going on the cruise. Right. They'll had, carry me if they have to. David's having a near death experience now. Um, but. So right and and so you know one of the things I may I I had said that I did not get to clarify because I'm not going to spell it out yep. because again we talked about my typing it's straight to the point um, because in my mind I can think something on typing I cannot say so um, you know she said why wouldn't why wouldn't 
he do something to help people make make a living and stuff. And I and, and my response was maybe because he knows that he would just create another issue, a bigger issue, right? And what I mean by that is if I we talk about the minimum wage and stuff like that, living wage. So if I if I give you more money, the only thing that's going to happen is things are going to go cost more because America people will always buy what they want. Mm-hmm. They won't do it what they can afford. They won't do what they want, right? Like I want a new car. I want this. I want that. You don't need that. You want it. And this is America. You can have what you want. You just got to go get it, right? Um, so, you know, I personally think, hey, if we if we pay off all the debts of people for college, if we pay off, you know, if we make if, if if Amazon raises it to fifty bucks an hour, right? And let's say they're the, the, the cheapest paying company, all they've done is make the poor people rich or mid, middle class, and now the the low class has to or becomes a new low class mm-hmm. at at twenty dollars an hour. Mm-hmm. Right, twenty becomes a new poor. And then people are going to complain that they don't get paid enough. Like, you will never end this cycle mm-hmm. ever, and it's just going to get out of hand so ridiculous. Nobody, nobody that I know of, I mean, nobody, ever thought we'd see a trillionaire no. in this world. No. A trillion dollars is beyond fathom, beyond. I mean, you, you've been to Las Vegas. You've been to Las Vegas. Right All right, so you've seen it on TV or something. The 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 when they come pour a million dollars on the table at poker whatever a million dollars in a glass case right is is just this this massive box now you think about that right just to get to a billion like would be a room right now a trillion dollars like that's a fucking building full of money like you can your brain can't fathom that Bezos brain doesn't fathom how much money he has it, it it's physically impossible to understand that amount of money, physically impossible. And well, one of the one of the arguments out there is, you know, in 1980, you could have a decent paying job, you know, six seven bucks an hour. Yep. You could own your own home. You could own two vehicles. You didn't have daycare costs because who the hell paid daycare? Right. Um, and you'd have a really good life. And now people are just lazy and they don't want to do that. I mean, you're that generation that everybody calls lazy because you're a millennial. Yes. And. You're an atypical millennial because you're not lazy. But again, you know, you couldn't do what your parents could have done by having a six or seven dollar an hour job, buying a vehicle for seven or eight thousand dollars brand new. Yep. And having a house that you know is worth twenty five thousand dollars. Right. And and I mean, look at you know, look at my grandparents. So my mom, I think my mom paid probably twenty six thousand bucks for her house or something. I don't know. My wife's grandparents paid for a brand new build. Nine grand. My grandparents paid, and they they live in Grand. I think they paid nine to twelve thousand bucks for a house, and theirs wasn't brand new, but like the nothingness, right? And that that was astronomical back in the day for oh, them, yeah. right? Um, and and we talked about it on a couple episodes of society. Society definitely is big impacts, right? Mm-hmm. So back in the day, with respect, right? Women stayed home men worked right there was always the outlier type thing you know but 
so there was one income coming into this and then guess yep. what the first person went out and they had two incomes and guess what the keeping up with the joneses thing kind of happened because guess what? oh well hey they got this you should you know what you might go get a job because they look like they're living a little bit better of a life or they're moving up and they're doing this mm -hmm. so then people started getting more jobs or you know and now it's hey they got a new car again the keeping up the joneses will always kill you but the fact is is like income wise technically has gone up because it we i think america still wants to live off of one income yeah they do but doesn't understand that it, we've now built a society that needs two incomes i shouldn't have to be married i shouldn't have to have a significant you shouldn't have to blame everybody else for going out to do it blame everybody else who's willing to go do that well, again, there's choices you want to live single go buy a dollar 29 head of lettuce 100 right but yeah. if you want you know steak once a week you have to make money for that steak that steak is not cheap yeah i mean you know like one of the biggest things say food food drives some people money drives some people like there's things um you know like taco bell like one of their big things is come work for us we'll feed you yeah you know and it's like it takes a whole meal out of every single day right yep. like you don't have to worry about it i mean if you work two two shifts i mean that's two meals like you know restaurants a lot of it like hey we'll feed you whatever i mean the casino i mean it's a great place like they feed you like crazy they give you bonuses mm -hmm. they give you i mean i don't know i thought about going to work at a casino but they only give like two weeks three weeks vacation something right. like that and, and you have to work weekends and holidays and <clears throat> yeah i'm good so we're we're almost out of time on our live here so oh man i'm gonna give you a story to wrap this up yeah so you know ashley got a new job <clears throat> i did got way more money than she expected yeah so we all have to do meet and greets with her so her and I do our meet and greet. I ask her how the first day went, and she, she tells me, and that takes about a minute and a half. And we have a half an hour schedule. What do you think the first question is I asked her? What are you doing with your money? Bingo. Right. I said, so we match half up to 6%. So if you put in 6 we'll put in 40 Yep. She goes, okay. I said, if I were you, I'd put in 10 Easily. She goes, okay, why? I said, well, you're making 10 bucks an hour more than you used to. You're working 40 hours. You never did that. You really think you're going to miss 10% of money you never had? Right. Well, no, I really don't. I said, and that 10% is going to give you 13%. If you want to be really crazy, put in 15. Now you have 18% going to your retirement. Yep. And she's in her 20s. 21. So every dollar of that dollar is going to be worth $88 by the time she's 65. Uh-huh. In this if statistics stay the same, ball, $88 yep. for, for every dollar that she puts in. So I'm a big proponent of, you didn't know you had that money. Let's put it to work. Yep. You can always, if you get in a jam, you can always take a loan off your retirement. And of course, I'm not stopping there. I think we should open up an account and, you know, throw some money at some ETFs or some mutual funds mm -hmm. or maybe buy, you know, a nice balanced stock and bond. On some betterment. Yeah. We definitely, because you're not used to any of this money. What do, what do you want? She goes, well, I want to move out. Okay. Okay. And I need a new car because this car sucks. Okay. So we can start saving for those things. I said, when do you want to move out? She goes, well, by next summer. Okay, well, we got some time. That's a year. Yeah, it's a whole year. And, you know, if she's looking for a place by herself, she can probably find a place for a thousand bucks a month. Oh, yeah. There are plenty of places for a thousand bucks a month. Yeah. So, you know. You have that money. That money is there because of what you're making. Yep. She's 21. She doesn't have to have health insurance. 
don't have health insurance at most jobs, they'll pay you not to take it. Yep. Because it costs them more money for you to take it. So you don't have to have any of that. So even if you're only bringing home 60%, you're still way over what you were making before. Yep. You're minimally at 16 to 17 bucks an hour. Yeah. Why not? That was the conversation we had, because I'm not really worried about how work's going a day in. You haven't done anything yet. Right. And you're not technically working with me, so I'm not showing you anything. I don't need to know what you remembered. It doesn't matter to me. Right. I need to know what you remembered from the 50 conversations we had about money. Yep. Let's say having her on a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And she's smart enough to go, yeah, that makes sense to me. And if she throws 10% in, I'm happy. Me too. Because that's 13% she's saving for retirement. At that young age. That's huge. Who's doing that at 21? Okay, you. Who else? Nobody else that I knew. Nobody else that I knew. I was just talking about this because I used to get bonuses, right? Mm -hmm. And my friends would get eighteen, nineteen hundred dollars bonuses, and mine would be 1200 And they're like, why, why so different? You work just as much as me. Yeah, but I invest 25% into here, and I also take money out and put it in my betterment and I, I invest over here and uh, you know oh okay <clears throat> nice man oh that's right we talked about that um but uh let's say it's it's just at the point of whatever you can do for yourself at a young age you're gonna just thank yourself later you, you make life easier again looking at my daughter she had all that money saved. Now, does she want to spend all that money in these bills? No, she doesn't. She doesn't want to sit there and go, yeah, I, I spent $8,000 more than I needed to yep. because I didn't get to work for nine months. Yep. But she had the money to do it. And there's still money there if I need it. And she's got 10000 in her savings that you know she's not touching. I can transfer that over right now if I need to. That'll yep. buy her another eight, ten months. See, that's a long time. Mm -hmm. so. And she'll be working again at some point. All right, everybody, we have to wrap this up. Time's telling us we have to. Um, Beers, what'd you think? Oh, the, the really white chocolate blonde from Grand Armory. Uh, that was a great beer. Again, taste on the back. Um, comes off really strong. Uh, smooth. Uh, smooth, and it had like a, a very crisp flavor. Uh, shorts Brewing, double soft parade. Gosh, this is fantastic. Uh, double double the strawberries, blueberries, raspberries, and blackberries. Um, and just, you know, full of flavor. Um, and, no, thank you. Thank you again uh, for everybody listening. We, we appreciate it. We love the feedback. We love the conversations. If you have ideas for shows, please set us up. Yeah. Because we're always looking for great ideas. I say. And uh, sorry we got long-winded on some things. I don't, you know, I know we have a million things we could talk about and touch on. Sorry, it's been um, a while since we've done a show, but I subscribe to die. Yeah, I say. Uh, if I haven't said it, like, subscribe, share. Tell your friends, tell your family. Um, we're looking forward to the coming episodes. We're going to – we've said it before. We'll say it again. We're going to try to get back on the once a week at least and get some episodes out there. Get a couple in the can maybe. Let's hope. All right. Thanks for joining us, everybody, and uh, we'll see you next week.